Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What is the insider-outsider theory? Thanks for asking. The insider-outsider theory is a new Keynesian economic model which developed in the 1980s, explaining certain disparities in the job market. Insiders are those who already have a job in a company, most of the time a permanent contract and having undergone expensive training. Meanwhile, outsiders are those with unstable jobs or the unemployed. The theory considers whether, in a period of wide unemployment, companies would be better off replacing their insiders with outsiders, who would be likely to accept a lower salary. On the other hand, the resources needed to replace insiders can quickly add up. Think of severance packages, hiring processes and training, for example. These labour turnover costs often end up being more expensive than the money saved by paying a lower salary. So it's not really in a company's best interests to fire its insiders. Does that mean the insiders are in a position of strength then? The theory argues that only workers in stable employment, i.e. the insiders, are in a position of power when it comes to wage bargaining. Furthermore, insiders have no reason to expand the number of jobs available for outsiders when they could instead focus on increasing their own wages. Their privilege is increased by unions, who act as collective bargaining agents. They can negotiate higher salaries, employee protection or investment in training programs. This all serves to exclude the unemployed from the bargaining process, even if they would be willing to work at a lower wage. It sounds like you're saying the whole system is rigged. Is there any hope for the outsiders then? In order to make the system more equal, negotiating parties would have to take into account a wider range of interests, including those of the unemployed. You could say the insider-outsider theory is an attempt to simultaneously explain wage standards, long-term unemployment and the economic role of workers' unions. It's important to put the insider-outsider theory into perspective a few decades after it was first developed. 86% of job contracts are temporary these days, but even permanent positions can end up being unstable. The number of contracts terminated before the end of the trial period has increased by 30%. Think of technology startups, for example, where the majority of positions filled are permanent. These companies often have uncertain futures and sometimes don't even have a business model. But if they were to offer temporary roles, they would get less applicants when hiring. There you have it. 
Now you know what the insider-outsider theory is. In under three minutes, we answer your questions. What would you like to know about? Use the comments section to ask your questions on the podcast platform.